3: We're going to start slow, but we're always, always going to finish fast. No matter what the score was, we're going to finish hard. We're going to finish fast.
4: It's Football Sunday with Rashad Taylor and Joe Fisher.
3: Yeah, they had us the first half. I'm not going to lie. They had us. We weren't defeated, but they had us.
4: With just one hour until kickoff.
3: Regardless of the scoreboard, you're going to be successful because you put in all the time, all the effort, all the hard work, and you're going to go out with this win. Whoa, Whoa,
4: whoa, 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 whoa. Joe has you covered like an all-pro safety. Steps up. Throws. Oh, what an interception! Oh, my gosh! And Rashad is tackling topics like a blitz and linebacker. Pressure drops! Parsons came flying through. Football Sunday on the Odyssey app. I think I got my swagger back. Oh, oh, oh! And 1080, the fan. Whoa, 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 whoa.
5: Welcome into Football Sunday on the fan. Hold on, talk again, Rashad. Uh oh, love that intro. There we go. There it is. All right, all right, we're good, we're good. No
0: Silk here
5: shows into this studio and trying to figure out all the buttons, but we're good. We actually have it open, I hope the people uh, streaming heard it, that wasn't the case last week. Like I said, it's it's been a fun process in these new studios.
6: Yeah, we're 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 all still learning, you know. I th- I think that's the thing to remember. It's all still very very new for for everybody. This is only I don't know, this is what like your fourth, maybe fifth show in here. Something so, like that. Just yeah.
5: just text in 503-250-1080 if we're on air. Just let let us know if you're <laughs> for the love of god, please just let us know that we're We're at least on air here, but I think we are football Sunday. Rashad, how's it going? Oh, man, it's going, bro. Here we are. Week two. I'm with it. Week two, NFL, week three, college football.
6: It's football all around, and there's no reason to be bored in the afternoon anymore.
5: No. All of a
6: sudden, you know, mornings and afternoons and evenings, depending on, you know, when your team plays. Man, they're all taken care of now.
5: Yep, yep. I know I'm going to have some tough negotiations for the main TV today. I know that uh, Joey, my son, will be wanting to play video games. I know that I will wanting uh, will be wanting red zone on the TV all day long. So <laughs> that will be a discussion for later, I'm sure.
6: Yeah. Well, hey, we know the answer. You go play, you know, TV or go play the game in the room or something like that. But this TV, ocupado.
5: Yeah. <laughs> today, sorry, my friend. Sorry, yeah. dog. Um, but one thing I did wit- uh, witness yesterday, Rashad, I went to my first duck game in like eight years. I'm sure that was awesome.
6: You know, just because if. The, the The atmosphere for a game that I think you know you're going to win is it's pretty good
5: whoa it's, so you you felt that good about that game uh yesterday, huh a hundred
6: percent like listen, if the ducks went in there and laid an egg against montana or excuse me against uh b y u uh I, I think it would have been a problem <laughs> yeah that I, I think it would have been a big
5: problem it would have not been good at all. trust me, I mean, I was a little nervous going into the game, but um up until about kickoff i mean really. I was feeling good. I got um I was able to uh tailgate. I was able to get a parking pass and tailgate out in front of the stadium and cook up breakfast sandwiches and this was the gr- greatest part about all of it. So I was helping out with uh, the broadcast down there, helping them get up get set up in the morning and then I would go back to my car, you know, have a beverage, you know, eat a little something. Of course. And then um when the guys finished up at the broadcast, I signed off with them and I uh, was like, all right, see you guys later. Have a good game, all that. Go back to my car. My buddies are there waiting, and we're hanging out. And then 10 minutes later, who comes sauntering over? Andy Johnson and uh, Dusty Hera. They start uh, saying hi to uh, the car that's, like, right next to us. And then uh, they're hugging some people, and then I noticed they're hugging this really big guy. I'm like, that's Souk. So Souk was literally standing right next to me in my car and my buddies for who knows how long. But... Just all of a sudden, it ended up being a 1080 the fan tailgate for a little bit. See? Yeah, they were kind of. Uh, suk was, you know, of course, just wandering around making friends with random tailgates, and he just ended up over uh, by that one, and yeah, he was just hanging out. So got them some beers. They were over by at the Fisher tailgate, and then we rolled into the game feeling good. And then, and then that happened. That game happened.
6: Yeah, those are always the best tailgates, though, when when you don't expect them to happen, you just happen to run into a few of the homies or a few of the coworkers. Like, yeah. Hey.
5: What's up, bro? Like, what you doing here? I, I, was, didn't,
6: know, I, I didn't know that brec- was you
5: guys next to me. I was offering breakfast sandwiches all over the place. You
6: want a breakfast sando?
5: Who wants a breakfast sandwich? I got you. I got, Sand, you.
6: I got chorizo. I got sausage. <laughs> like, what do you want?
5: It was nice. It was nice. I was throwing down on um, the grill out there, the Coleman. I had the Coleman, the cast irons. I wasn't, uh, I wasn't playing around. I knew no. that I was going to have the ability to cook some, uh, cook some breakfast and, you know, do it right on the tailgate. And this should be said.
6: This, this is for all my tailgaters out there. If you're not great on the grill... You, sh- you shouldn't be grilling anything out there and more than that now, let me take that back more than that you shouldn't be offering people any of your you know your your novice your novice kind of uh grilling like that's just one of those things like it should be the food every time i've gone to a tailgate usually
5: the food is awesome
6: like i mean they're, they're very very seldom there's somebody that made like a a vegan hot link. It has that like camping that. Vibe, like, vibe to it, man. right?
5: Like camping food. Like it just hits different. It's that primal. You're cooking over an open flame. Like there's something about camping and tailgating food. It's just, if you made the same stuff at home, it'd be like, yeah, this is, just, you know, breakfast, lunch, dinner, you know, same old, same old. There's something about, about it, man.
6: No, absolutely. There's something about it. And
5: so, I said the word "bussin" so many times yesterday. Oh man! Because of those sandwiches, they were Uh, uh, bussin—just cheese melting, falling all over the place. I, um, but I will say that, like kind of what you were talking about, being a novice, it did take a couple eggs for me to figure out the temperature, and uh, you know they were a little crispy. So I had to It takes ha- a minute. I had to have those one but It takes um, a minute.
6: But once you, you know, once you get that first first one out of the way, it's like, "Okay, I know what to do now." Oh, yeah. The third and sailing. fourth
5: one, I had the I had the ones I made for my friends. They were absolutely money. I I kept telling them. I was like, "You don't know what you're in for it's right now." Smooth sailing. This is going to be, yeah.
6: I don't know if there's I mean I don't know if the tailgate is typically sometimes better than the game. Like, I've been to tailgates and the game is disappointing. And it's like, "Well, like, at least we got to have some drinks and get drunk and have some barbecue, you know, before we, before we started the game, like at least that part was fun.
5: And another highlight was, you know, obviously we're out there throwing the football. We got there real early, like four hours before the game. Um, Even earlier than that, honestly, Um, we get to our parking spot. We're kind of mingling around and who comes mobbing up on the, on the Raptor, the four by four with his crew puddles. And he's just walking around the parking lot with a pot and pan, banging it, waking up all the tailgaters that stayed overnight in their RVs. Like, <laughs> I love it. Puddles. <laughs> Get was, up. Let's kick it. And then Let's sure party. enough, you know, I told him, come on over. We, uh, we had a quick catch. We, uh, I had Joey was able to, uh, you know, throw a ball to puddles, which he caught my, uh, catch or my throw to him did not go as well. Went through his, uh, his fingertips or his, uh, feather tips. I don't know what you want to call it, but, um, yeah, dude, it was just, it was so awesome. And then all that leading up to the game and going into the game, I think my prediction was like 33-27. I was like, this is going to be a really close game. BYU's good. They're really disciplined. And Rashad, how that game went was not what I expected. At not all. what <laughs> In any, the best way possible. Not what <laughs>
6: any, anyone expected. Like, I expected Oregon to win. Um, I don't
5: I, think I, You there's... know, I did too, obviously, with the prediction, but I just felt like it would be- such a close. Yeah, game
6: I, I, I I thought that first game uh, against Georgia was an anomaly. Like I don't I don't predict the Ducks get blown out like that a whole whole bunch this season, um, but I did expect more from from BYU. If I'm being honest, I expected a you know 35-21 game, you know 35-27 something along along 28 something along those lines, and um, they did they just did not respond like the way the <laughs> The way they came out, you know what I mean, was, um, man, they, they, they were ready to play. And they think, I think they had something to prove. You know, you're, when you're the 25th ranked team and you started the season, what, tw- 12th, 11th? Where did the Ducks start the season?
5: Uh, Somewhere I, around there. I think 11th. Yeah. yeah.
6: So And then you fall all the way to the 25th spot. This was your opportunity to show that that first game was, was, was kind of a fluke. Now, mind you, we all thought Georgia was going to win. But we didn't think Georgia was going to win.
5: In he the beat the brakes off them. No, no, yes. not at all. Um, so, yeah, I, I want to talk about that Ducks game more, obviously. I want to talk about the Beavers starting 3-0 and for the first time since 2014. Unbelievable. Going yeah. into USC next weekend, or USC is coming into Corvallis next weekend, rather. Um, another big win in uh, the Pac-12 this weekend. We've got uh, week two. NFL action. This is the great thing about football Sunday, Rashad, is uh, the shows are uh, kind of just laid out for us. Well, right?
6: we, don't, we don't really have to plan <laughs> anything. We can yeah. just talk football. Like, what do you want to talk about next? Hey, Joe Burrow's throwing the ball on TV. Let's talk about that.
5: Yeah, I'm like, uh, you know, on the way home last night uh, from the game after all the festivities, and I'm like, all right, let's start uh, thinking. What do we want to talk about? Well, Ducks, Yeah, beavers, that's good, Beefs, Like more college football, NFL. Yeah. All right, we're good. There's it's, our show right there. It's pretty easy. All right. Uh, text in 503 250 1080. That's where you can uh, interact on the text line or uh, hit us up on Twitter at Fish I S C H, or Rashad Taylor is TaylorMade503, correct? That's correct. All right. Football Sunday, let's get right into that Ducks win. They beat BYU 41 20. Boy, was that satisf- satisfying to watch. And Defense, offense, everybody was on top of it. We'll get to that next, right here, Football Sunday on the Odyssey app and 1080, the fan.
0: Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
1: Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game.
2: You have 47 new voicemails.
1: Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test, intelligence data, fixed median download speeds, USQ3 2023.
4: Football Sunday, Rashad and Joe on the Odyssey app and 1080, the fan. Sounds good, doesn't it, Rashad?
6: Oh, I love it. It sounds awesome. It sounds awesome. And just like, want to make sure, sure
5: we're talking about the, a, the rejoiner and not the beat.
6: Well, they both sound great, but I'm talking <laughs> about the, you know, it's, I, I've never heard my name first for anything. And mind you, it doesn't matter. But yeah, it's, it was, I'm always expecting, you know, Mike and Rashad. So it's cool to hear with Joe and we, we took no time. To make sure that you know the show would be you and I, you know, so I think that was that was an important part of the process. You don't want to wait too too long. That'd be uh. confusing for some folks.
5: So um, I don't know if it's been updated like on the website, but I was reaching out to some uh, people at the the corporate level to get some uh, pictures taken away of Mike Lynch, unfortunately. Sad. And they uh, Photoshopped the hell out of that, man. Uh, <laughs> but it was great because they like sent these pictures of like, all right, these are what we have. Who do you need taken out? And I was like, what the hell are these? These are the pictures we use. And then corporate was like, Oh, actually, turns out you're using the wrong pictures for all the shows. You should be actually using these ones. And they were old and pixelated. Like, it was Mike Lynch circa 2013-14. Oh, yeah. And, like, it it was not a good look on him. And then Patrick, it was his old picture with the wazoo hat. Again, it looked like it was taken uh, with an Android phone. They got a bow tie on.
6: (laughs) Yeah, and they got a bow tie. Is is before the beard, so that was man that was a while ago
5: yeah the, the the band. bow tie and uh the glasses
6: oh yeah my uh my gazelles my my <laughs> my kind of tip of the cap to von Miller
5: yep, yep, exactly, exactly all right, ducks game yesterday, Rashad man, w- where to start i mean that it was just beginning to end, they dominated the uh, the defense was flying around they were the stopping every fourth down, it seemed like it was um that was just an impressive game. I mean, again, it was not what I thought was going to happen at all. I thought it was going to be much closer, much more competitive. So the Ducks to go out there against the number 12 team in the nation after they just beat Baylor, who was a top 10 team last week. So now we got to kind of hope that Baylor looks good throughout the season, right? Because if uh, you know they have a good season, that BYU win against them looks better and better for us, right? So. Which
6: for Baylor, if we're being real, shouldn't be incredibly hard you yeah. know, considering their division. They do play Notre Dame uh, in a few weeks. But outside of that, like, they—they they, excuse me, they have a games against Notre Dame and Arkansas. So those are probably the two other, you know, toss-up games for them. But right, they right. should still have a pretty solid season. Yeah.
5: So with that being said, Ducks, they dominate BYU. Autzen was rocking that place just the entire time. What I love, too, even when it was 38-7 to 7 at one point, the stadium was still getting up, getting loud. And it was just, I felt like it was a culmination of the last two weeks, right? Like getting out a lot of anger from the Georgia game that, yeah, we got out against Eastern Washington, but let's be real. The ducks against Eastern Washington, we kind of knew how that was going to go. So this being much better competition, I think they were just waiting for the challenge, ready for it. And, uh, they delivered Bo were the, the receivers, the, the running backs, Marquise Irving. It was just the defense all around, top to bottom, great win.
6: No, the game started. They started strong. And I think that's what we haven't been used to seeing in a, in a really long time is uh, the Ducks come out the gates firing. And the defense that actually comes to play. You know, when, when it became 10-7 to 7 at a point, you're like, okay, well, now it's going to be a game. And then the Ducks just kept mounting it mounting and here comes more and more and like okay and the defense held up and I think that was the part that was like uh, again we haven't been used to seeing like them the make tackles in the open field and you know stop plays on, four, on third and short you know from getting first downs and things like that and you know they did all that yesterday and so it was as close to a perfect game as we've seen from Oregon in, in some time now Yeah, and yeah. people are calling them and they're starting to say which is, which is funny to me uh, they're calling them Bo Heisman which is a, a <laughs> terrible name. However, you know, Bo Nix for the first time, possibly in his college career, looked like a competent college quarterback.
5: Yeah, I mean, that that was the nice thing is seeing the chunk plays yesterday, seeing him go deep early in the game and hit Troy Franklin, who made an amazing catch on that ball that put him down at like the five-yard line. Seeing those type of plays and seeing them be aggressive and seeing him convert third downs, like, it. honestly, I had thought about it last night. At one point, I'm like, man, last year with Anthony Brown was really, really rough. And today did not – I did not have any feelings like that at all with, that, with no. Bo Nix, right? No, like – I- ne- It hasn't – you know, obviously the first game of the year, again, Georgia, kind of a fluke an outlier and everything. Um, granted, you know, Bo Nix has played Georgia before, so it's not like it wasn't his first rodeo against them. But, again, just the last two weeks, he's looked so in control, so confident – and um, that honestly, is running game at the goal lo- goal line—he's agile. I, I, I was super impressed yesterday. Again, everybody looked awesome out there. But yeah, Bo Nix, man, what a game for him! Five touchdowns, three of them rushing. Yeah, that
6: was the that was the part that was like, oh, okay, he can he can move a little yeah. bit, you know. And so, uh, nine, you know, thirty-five yards, still about four yards a carry. So nothing like to really write home about. But in the end zone, or excuse me, in the red zone, uh, near the goal line. He was making it happen, and you know Bo Nix isn't a. He's he doesn't look like a small kid. You know six two two thirteen. You know playing college quarterback. That's that's pretty big for you know for a college quarterback. And so he was he was able to play his best game to me. And I'm not sure of every game that he had at Auburn. I know he had he had a big win against Oregon at the beginning of the season. So we can't like, uh you know kind of dismiss that and know that he knows how to play in big moments. And he's had. A lot of big moments playing with Auburn, so I don't. I'm not ready to to kind of pass on Bo Nix as quickly as maybe some other folks are. Um, considering some of the Oregon quarterbacks we've had over the last couple of years, you know, Sands, Justin Herbert, and uh, Marcus Mariota. But outside of that, it's it's been kind of difficult. You know, you got remember there's some Vernon Adams in between there, and. Last year's, you know, so there's Dakota, Prukoff. Dakota Prukoff, You know what I'm saying? A lot of guys that like probably shouldn't be in that position. <laughs> so now you've got a guy who's at least, if nothing else, proven literally you know, and
5: figu- uh, figuratively should not be in that position. No, should
6: never be in that. They, they're kickers at best, you know,
5: or or punters maybe. But uh, oh boy, speaking of kickers, you can keep going, but no, I got to get to the kickers. No, please point. go ahead. <laughs> Just going into the game yesterday. I jumped on uh, the pregame show, the Ducks pregame show with Dirt and uh, Dusty and Anthony Newman for a couple minutes, and when they were asking prediction, what uh, I thought was going to happen, you know, I gave them everything. <laughs> I said, also, let's try and get BYU's kicker on the field as much as possible because the uh, week before he missed those p- two potential game-winning field goals against Baylor, and so I, <laughs> and those were at home. Well, he missed both those kicks at home to win the game, so I knew the kid was rattled then. And then, sure enough, I think it was in the second quarter they brought him out for a field goal, thirty um, something yards. And I, I told Joey, I leaned over to him, I was like, "This, this guy's a rattle." I was like, "He's not making this after last week and him having to kick in Austin, not making it." Sure enough, hooked it right. <laughs> yeah. It was one of the like again, it 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 came full circle from last week because I was watching that BYU game and I was dying laughing when. They were showing the BYU fans, like, in the audience, the surrender Cobras after missing the kick. So when he missed it again yesterday, is there, it's just like, oh, my is there gosh. Any, no way.
6: Is there any better reaction, crowd reactions during huge moments for your team? Like Than the, the huge, surrender like, Cobra? You know, like, when you're, when you're watching, like, uh, and it's pretty funny, like, you know, San Francisco fans, or, or I'm sorry to say this, but, not, or you know, Cowboy fans. Whoa. When things hey, I'm sorry but but when things are going bad and you're not going to make the playoffs or you're getting eliminated oh, from the playoffs and they show some random lady crying and they show the fans just on the, the side dance. and guy's <laughs> got his hands on his head and Well there is like, there's this moment of like defeat like this oh this is really this is really over
5: isn't it Well it was the 49ers game right where it was um I want to say that uh, last year the Cowboys were just getting crushed and then sure enough they uh show that lady in the stands and she's like crying and there's like 15 minutes left in the game in the fourth quarter like there's still definitely a chance and then the Cowboys started making you know a push um, yeah it's like why why are you why are you crying you're, no you're
6: fine it's i mean still you don't you don't know that like i can remember like having that moment you know so Seahawks are driving down the field uh during the Super Bowl driving uh, i i forget who it was um I only think, think it was Doug Baldwin Someone kind of catches the catch the ball on their foot, a la catching, you know, the, the helmet catch. And it's like it puts them right in position to, to run the ball some more. And Marshawn Lynch is just eating at this point. And I'm like, this game is over. I can't believe they just lost the game like that again, I can, in the Super Bowl again. And then they threw the interception right there. Like, I went from just, again, hands on my head, like, I can't believe this is happening right now, like, Almost tears in my eyes, like, bro, you got this far to lose.
5: You got to surrender, Cobra. And then that
6: happened. Yeah, man. So that's,
5: that's more of a Diamondback, uh, you know, rattlesnake, if anything. But uh, you know what want I mean.
6: to. Yes, I get you. <laughs> I get you. So it's just one of those things, man. Sometimes you just have to put throw your hands up or on top of your head or on your hips or any one of those memes that you've seen. Just like, oh, not again. I mean, I know you've been doing that a lot, man, but I'm going to be doing that a whole lot over the next few years. What? As a Patriots fan. You know, putting my hands on top of my head and, and like,
5: oh, Wow. Not okay, again. Not again. Okay. That's, I think that does it for the, the Cowboys slander. I'm pretty sure this was a, uh, this was a duck segment. It is, was. Uh, how this started out. It okay. was,
6: but you know, then it became a fan <laughs> thing. And then we talk about, because okay. mind you,
5: I'm in the, we're in the same boat now, bud. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. Especially, Dude, Dolphins last week. Man, my, my God, my That's rough. God, uh, but I am going to tweet out. If you go to Joe fish three, F I S C H Joe fish three that is, uh, I just uh, sent out a, a picture of the surrender Cobra from the BYU, BYU game last week during the Baylor game after uh, one of the field goals was missed. Literally one of the best surrender Cobras I've ever seen in my life. It's just fantastic. Again, you'll, you would have to see it to know what I'm talking about. Rashad, once you, uh, once you go and find it, you, you let me know.
6: Yeah, I'm looking it up now. Oh,
5: <laughs> uh, man. I'm telling you, that that kick being missed yesterday, and that was clutch, too, because I'm pretty sure that would have made it 17-10, I want to say, in the game. Uh, would have given BYU some confidence, and um, yeah, that would have made it 17-10. to Oregon went down right before halftime scored a touchdown, to make, it, make it a 24-7 at halftime. And then the Ducks got the ball right back in the second half and scored again to make it 31-7. So in the blink of an eye, basically, it went from, you know, BYU kind of hanging in there with a chance to make it a one-possession game to Ducks get the ball back, touchdown, get the ball back, touchdown. And then they were able to stop them on fourth down again. That was an impressive part, too, throughout the game is uh, I think three stops on fourth down. For the Ducks.
6: Again, not something we're used to them seeing. We're used to seeing from the Ducks is making great stops to, to you know, kind of prevent, to, excuse me, cost turnovers or three and outs and things like that. That's, that's not something that we've been used to seeing from this Duck defense. So hopefully it's something they can maintain. Uh, the season's only going to get harder. And if they can play anything like they played yesterday, then it should be a pretty good
5: season for them. Yes, sir. Big game next week. They got Washington State up in Pullman, which is never. Easy to do in um, any capacity, whether it's night game, morning game, conference game, playing in Pullman against Washington State and the Palouse, That's uh, yeah. Washington I don't. State's I don't. Nothing to sneeze at. <laughs> I man. don't ever really look forward to that. I don't care how good the Ducks ever are in what season. I don't care if they're top five, top ten, top. Going to Washington State always just leaves me nervous.
6: No, because you know why? Because they're they're a damn good team. Yeah,
5: and, and they are good this year. And they're sure. very good.
6: I know suke has been on the Washington state bandwagon since, you know, well before the season started and, you know, judging from their first couple games, like they, they could be a problem.
5: Yeah. They crushed <laughs> uh, Colorado state yesterday, like 38, seven quarterback. Cam Ward had four first down, uh, four first half touchdowns. Um, they got the win against Wisconsin, obviously a couple weeks ago. Yeah. They're looking, um, they're looking damn good. So that will be a great matchup next week. Good test for the ducks away game conference game. Yeah. This, sign this, sign me up, baby. This is
6: again one of the first big I mean, outside of the Georgia game, and we all understand, but this will be one of their first, you know, big tests as far as what they can do on the road. So
5: we'll see. All right. Time for a sports center update, but Rashad, we gotta talk about the what 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 was it? How many years ago has it been since uh we've had Beavers in PGE Park? Ooh. Because I don't know. because yesterday was uh it was the first time that that has happened in a long time. Obviously, it was a different type of beavers, and it's no longer PG Park. But Oregon State Beavers, they, uh, they sell out uh, Providence Park. They make me eat crow. <laughs> I was wrong, Rashad. I told you. I told you, man. I
6: told you. They're going to show up for the beavers.
5: They certainly did. And they showed up on the field. Big win for the beavers. And we will get to that next on Football Sunday but I have a Sports Center update for you first.
3: Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here?
2: Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived.
3: Spring?
6: You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medella is your reward. Medella, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois.
4: Football Sunday on the Odyssey app and 1080 The Fan. No matter what we do, we, uh, we still
5: can't escape Mike Lynch, can not we?
6: No, man, he's, he's, <laughs> he's around, man. He's
5: like I was know, even saying during one like of the commercial breaks, it doesn't go away, man. <laughs> I was saying during one of the commercial breaks, I'm like, oh man, I gotta we gotta change some of these bump back uh, songs, some of these uh, these uh choices that we have in here. Maybe it might, it might be too metal heavy. You know, again, love Mike Lynch, but, very uh, metal heavy. He's gone. We have to uh, we have to come to terms with that. We have to cope with that. and... You can't just hold on to these uh, mementos, you know? It's like when, you know, you have a loved one that passed away and you just hold on to all the things. And you're like, hey, you got to move on at some point, all right? Yeah,
6: yeah, you know, we got we to let it go. Mike and is gone. That's probably the, you know, the last of the Mike Lynch stuff is uh, the, the,
5: the death metal. Um, and, you know, just uh, one last thing on Mike Lynch is uh, really happy for him. I mean, when he uh, starts doing his uh, pregame, postgame, all that stuff, um, I'm excited to hear about how he does because I'm obviously not going to listen, right? I'm not going no, to listen the other yeah, those guys. You know, the other stations, you know. You know? So I mean, uh, yeah, I hope that the report card comes back and uh, Mike does a does a swimmingly job. You know, good things happen to good people. Typically, you know, Mike Lynch is good people,
6: and so uh, you know, working for the working for the Blazers, you know, one of 30 NBA teams. Man, hey, man, that's it's not a bad gig, man. Not so I, if we know anything about that that dude, he'll he'll be just fine.
5: Well, good things happen to good people. Would you consider uh, the Beavers, the Oregon State Beavers, would you consider their team, Jonathan Smith, good people?
6: Oh, great people, the great. best people.
5: <laughs> uh, well, basically, I mean, they were the great team yesterday. Uh, just beat and breaks off Bobcats. Yesterday, 68-28, big win. That's going to look good on the resume.
6: Oh, that's going to look awesome on the resume. <laughs> it doesn't matter if they play at the
5: Derek Zoolander Center for Kids who can't read good. However, Honestly, though, Montana State, they are a good FCS school, and to put up 68 points, that always looks good on a scoreboard. And also
6: a couple couple Portland kids, you know, that played for Montana State. Uh, that coming were back the, home. Coming back home to play and everything, so that's that's pretty
5: Can good. you enlighten me? Who are those?
6: Uh, Miles, Wilson, and... Micah and I can't remember Micah's last name. Please forgive me, but uh, but yeah, I have to I have to look up the the uh, the other young man's name. But yeah, it was pretty. And uh, there's a young man that plays tight end for you know, for Oregon State uh, that's also from Portland. So it was just it's it's nice to see those Portland kids get a chance to play in front of their in front of their families and stuff like that. Because how often you know do do those teams Ducks beeves, whomever get to come to Portland? Like typically you got to go. To, to those campuses to be able to see them play.
5: Yeah, outside of, um, you know, basically like spring practices, you know, they'll come up for a day to go to yeah. uh, high school in the area. Uh, but, yeah, this is a very unique experience. You know, I, I'm glad I went to the Oregon game yesterday, but, man, I'm kind of upset it fell on uh, the same weekend as this because Oregon State over at the – or should we call them the Portland Beavers now?
6: Uh, <laughs> we'll, 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 go ahead and stick with Oregon state for now. Portland beavers. But they, it might be coming down the pipe soon. How about
5: just Portland beavers just for one day. And that was yesterday.
6: Yes. There just the Portland one day. Bavers.
5: I mean, that's pretty funny that the beavers went back and played in the P in PGE park yesterday.
6: No. And I mean, I've, I've seen the beavers <laughs> play there once before, uh, and mine's long time ago. I can't really remember when I used to work at PGE park or Providence park or whatever, you know, you want to call it now. It's to me. It's always going to be the civic stadium. Unfortunately, that's just kind of how I grew up. I played that was my high school field, was Civic Stadium. And so, um, it's a little still a little weird to call it Providence or PGE, or wasn't there one other name it had at a point?
5: Uh, yeah. And I'm spacing on it. Ah, what was it called? Damn it. Yeah, I feel, I like, if, I feel like I should know this. Yeah. And as soon as someone texts in or something, or I look it up, it's you know, sure enough, I'll be like, Yep, Civic Stadium. No, that's uh, I think that's what uh,
6: that's what it was before it became
5: PGE. Well, I thought it was uh, that is also what they had the stadium in Eugene. Anyways,
6: anyways, anyways, the Ducks came to town and Beavers came to town. Excuse me, the Biebs came to town. My bad. They Beavs. should bring the Ducks to town, though. They they should, but I mean
5: <laughs> that game's going to sell out really quick. But yeah. I told you,
6: and you weren't you weren't sure, but I told you, I, man. No, this this game's going to sell out. Quick, holy man. Crow,
5: I'm just glad I didn't make an on-air bet or something. That oh. I mean. That's that's the one thing I'm just happy about. That I didn't say. I guarantee. I bet blank blank that this will not sell out because no. I saw the headline. I think it was on Wednesday or Thursday that the game had sold out. I'm like, well, look at the, look at that. Hey man, <laughs> like, I think we
6: underestimated because the Ducks are such a huge presence here in Portland, especially. Um, we forget how many B fans there actually are here. Gellwinn in- Field. Gelled that's Wind. what
5: it Thank was. You Thank you
6: so much.
4: Gosh,
5: yeah, that's what it was. Um, But, yeah, exactly. When I saw that sold out, you're exactly right on that. It's like we're talking 20,000 people in that stadium to sell out, and we're talking the entire Portland metro area, not just that, but just the connecting kind of areas, Salem, Vancouver, a little bit north of Vancouver, a little bit east of Portland, right? Um, You know, those are people that they are like, hey, if the game's in Portland, I'd much rather make that drive and go watch that at a cool setting. Different uh, stadium than what they normally play at, right? Like,
6: yeah.
5: That's – what? Does Portland State play there anymore? I, I, I don't know if they do. Portland, but
6: uh, I believe Portland State still plays there.
5: Yes. But, again, watching the Beavers, Oregon State play there, that's much cooler. And then, you know, they have Montana State come in to town so you kind of know you're getting that win, easy win. That makes the game all the better.
6: Yeah, that should be – you know, when you know Montana State is coming to town, you, you, should, you should get that W. However –
5: We've seen FCS schools, not just uh, upset Pac-12 schools, but we've seen FCS schools up, upset Pac-12 schools in that very stadium. Absolutely. Remember Remember, uh, yeah, Portland State. Shout-out to Steven Long, my boy, uh, my, one of my best friend's uh, younger brother. He scored the game-winning touchdown to beat Washington State that year. I think that was back in, like, 2015, 2016. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, so, I mean, in that very stadium, we have seen the upset of FCS over Pac-12 uh, but that did not happen at all yesterday.
6: <laughs> no, not yesterday. You know, yesterday the Beavs came to do what they what they need to do. Chance Nolan um, just continues to get better and better and better as a quarterback. You know, as as freshman year, there was some there were some moments of of brilliance, and then there were some some shoddy moments in yeah. between there. And you know, you, you couldn't really tell what kind of quarterback he was going to be, but you just hoped that it was going to be more on the brilliant side of things. And so far, man, he has been really really steady for his team and man there are guys that are just they're balling out bro yep like i mean the 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 beeves the oregon state beavers are i don't know i don't even say arguably I, I think they're the the best team in oregon at this point now mind you U of O had a big game last night uh we expect them to have big games but man you can look at this beavers team and tell that this is they're different they're different than the beeves we're used to see that with uh, Gary Anderson. That <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, you know, much with, much different. Yeah, <laughs> this is a, this is a different squad than we've seen uh, in a long time, and it's built some excitement. Like with Oregon, there's always excitement, and jerseys are cool, and this is cool. But for some reason, we're looking at Oregon State now, going, this could be this could be special. Like what they're building over there could potentially bring more eyes, and that you know bring. More recruits and guys, are, especially here from Oregon, are going to start saying, yeah, Oregon State sounds like, a, sounds like a good school for me. I don't think I'm going to drive all the way down to Eugene. Oregon State's a better party school anyway. I'm so sorry, Ducks, but it's the truth.
5: Well, Rashad, um, I don't know if you've uh, – listeners have heard about the state uh, the little box that we have in here that's supposed to be soundproof that you can go sit in and do your work. Right. Um, that's going to be the the bad take box, and I believe that you need to go have listen, a five minute penalty in that for the, the Oregon State best team uh, comment.
6: Hey, well, um, I mean, for right now, for right now, like they look like the better team. It's been three weeks of Oregon State. If looking you look
5: good. at the standings, the record books, yes, that technically they are the better team. They have that three and zero record to the Ducks two and one. So, but, um, so
6: if so facto, they're the best team.
5: I guess we'll just have to find out at the end of the year and the in the game formerly known as the Civil War.
6: Are we not calling it that anymore?
5: No, it's not. They did, they said with that we can't. I'm still gonna. I mean, a lot of people still are, <laughs> I think, too. Um, and uh, Text Line correcting me that it was not at the the stadium that Portland State beat Washington State. It was actually in Pullman, which makes sense. I mean, FCS school, that would, uh, boy, how much money would they have to get to have a Pac-12 school play them at their stadium, yes. Ma- ma- imagine Washington State playing at Hillsboro Stadium against Portland State.
6: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> having that,
5: to come to Portland and play that out in Hillsboro—that would be a cool. <laughs> how much again? How much money would uh, Portland State have to pay for that to happen? Oh man. Um, but yes, uh, yeah. I'm looking at all the videos now. It was up in Washington State, but it was my guy, Stephen Long. I played with him at Sherwood and um, small dude, I, he, five seven, something like that. Small running back and um that was his uh that was his college football moment right there was beating washington state getting the game winning touchdown there what well, was a
6: great that was that was a great college football moment as well
5: yeah for Absolutely. sure you always love seeing the upsets the f c s the schools beating uh d one schools especially power five schools i mean obviously when it Happens to your team. You're not too happy about it. You know, I, I'm sure it happens to UNLV a lot. So, yeah, I mean, I mean,
6: it's, it's, uh, <laughs> you, you get, you, you get used to it. You know, you get used to your team getting ran over or anything. I don't even follow UNLV football anymore. Just that that's, for seriously, I don't even, I don't even bother. Like for what? So uh, yeah, but when you, I think that's a bad point when you're used to your team just getting ran over to where you don't even care anymore for a long time. That's kind of how it was in Corvallis. Like just man, we know they're gonna lose. There's no point in going. They couldn't give free tickets away. To go <laughs> seriously, like they're like, But do you wanna to go to Oregon State? It's a free game. They're playing Stanford. Uh nah, not really. It's okay. You know, I'd rather pay to go see an Oregon game where they put up seventy on someone than to go see a free Oregon State game where they could they're more than likely gonna lose. So the narrative is changing in Eugene and I'm all here for it.
5: All right. So uh, Oregon State again. Um, big win. But this is good because it builds the confidence. You look like a team that's not having to scrape by FCS schools. You are dominating them. You're putting up nearly 70 points. And I think uh, their confidence is um, as high as it can be going into a big game against USC next week in Corvallis, 730, Pac-12 after dark. This is lining up perfectly for a Beavers win. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it, it should. i just saying all those things out loud. I was like, wait a second.
6: <laughs> no. Yeah, this should be. This should come across as, you know, a, a beeves win. However, you know, going into uh, L.A., right? They're going to play USC next week. Like, this is going to be a big – USC is no punk. Oh, USC, no. Yeah. USC is arguably the best team in the Pac-12. You know, yeah. like, like, last night, uh, Utah looked great. You know, but, uh,
5: I mean, USC, they played Fresno State and had no problems with them.
6: No, not at all. Not at all. Whereas, so, like,
5: you know, Oregon State, <laughs> yeah, it took a last-second touchdown. Yeah. So, there's your, you know, so, common denominator is Fresno State, right? But, they both played them, and USC looked real good.
6: But sometimes, you know, competition can play down, or teams can play down to their competition. And so, what if, what if, and I'm just, you know, just, just wondering, USC comes in, and they're just a little flat because, you know, they're playing Oregon State. and Oregon State's good, but. They're not USC good, right? And they let their guard down a little bit, and what do you know, Chance Nolan and and company smacks them in the face. And all of a sudden, Oregon State comes out with a big W. That's what I'm hoping happens. More than likely, it probably won't go like that.
5: Well, and what I like about all that, what you're saying, is it it happened last year. Yeah. So that's where I'm kind of like, uh, granted, half USC's transfers, but uh, how many of the guys on the team are going to remember that from last year and want to, you know avenge that loss and you know really just really put it to uh, Oregon State. They knew last year was somewhat of a fluke and you know Clay Helton getting fired all that so they this year they're coming in they're like all right, let's let's show them the, the talent difference. Yeah. <laughs> in this game.
6: Yeah, and I think that's where, that's where it's going to lie is the talent di- difference. So, who's the best coached is going to win that game. You know, because t- sometimes talent doesn't always win. We've seen it happen before. Oh, for sure. And so this is an opportunity for the beeves to go in and show that they're the more disciplined team, they're giant the better coach killers, team, baby. and really be those giant killers that they've been historically known to be.
5: Let's go. Let's go. Let's get another one. All right, we're uh, way over the clock. We'll uh, come back, finish up our college football talk. There was one other uh, big win in the Pac-12 yesterday. And... Uh, Yeah, we'll just uh, wrap up some of the uh, other college football action from uh, this Saturday and get you ready for NFL. NFL action's kicking off in 10 minutes. So uh, we'll kind of do live look-ins and check out the games and uh, talk about what we saw last week as well in uh, hour number two. But let's finish up college football next on Football Sunday, 1080, The Fan.
2: As we turn the corner into the new year, a lot of people are looking to get healthier. That includes Hero Bread, who have just launched their new recipe using heart healthy olive oil. Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving, made with natural ingredients.
7: And also, if you've ever wondered if you can pull off cowboy boots, which is something that I was thinking, you should pull on a pair of Tecovas and you'll see. Just do a quick search for Tacovas on social media and you'll see how adorably styled these boots can be. Visit Tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S dot com and point your toes west.
6: I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them.
4: You're listening to Football Sunday with Rashad Taylor and Joe Fisher on the Odyssey app and 1080 The Fan. Let's go. Football Sunday.
5: NFL kicking off literally in five minutes. Uh, Rashad, I, be- so. I, I believe you have the keyboard slash mouse contraption in the room, so whenever you want to throw on uh, that red zone timer, you, gotcha. have, you have the power over there. Yeah. You have the capabilities. Absolutely, I do.
6: Man. It's on we're on Hulu?
5: Yeah, we got uh yeah, can we say that? I I guess. <laughs> How much sure. are we giving that? How much are they paying us?
6: Zero. I've
5: not received the check. I don't know if we have any ads anyways, so uh college football yesterday. Um, we only got a couple of minutes left here in the first hour, but I wanted to at least bring up Washington. God, I hate to do it, but Washington Rashad beating Michigan State, the number 11 team in the country. Thirty-nine to 28. Uh, I mean, Washington might be top 25 after this week, especially obviously after that win, but um, I'm pretty sure they've put up 120, 130 points in their first three games. Offense is looking really, really good, um, which gets me excited for the Washington-Oregon matchup later this season, which will be down in Autzen. Uh I love when those games have a little bit more juice to them. Um, I think that goes to say um, with like Oregon and Oregon state, right? When they're both playing good, you know, those games are much more fun, obviously. So uh, Washington though, I mean, they were leading that game basically beginning to end. They were completely in control, huge win. Pac-12 doing themselves some favors this weekend, right? They get the win over uh, BYU, Oregon does. So there's a good looking win against a number 12 in the country. (laughs) And then number 11, Michigan state loses to Washington, both. uh, I mean, almost. Unranked opponents, right? Ducks twenty-five, Washington unranked, getting wins, non-conference wins to end off the non-conference schedule. Huge.
6: That was that was huge for UW, and you know I think a lot of us looked at that game yesterday. That if you saw any of it, and I only watched maybe you know a couple of downs, but um, Washington, they look like they're they're coming. They look like they're you know they they should be one of the teams to beat in the Pac-12. They start the season three and zero. Uh you've got uh your your quarterback, Michael Penix Jr., who is just absolutely awesome. Four touchdowns, no picks yesterday, and damn near four hundred yards uh in a game against again a, a good Michigan State team, a top team. He's, 15 uh, he's used to playing State
5: those team. guys though, coming from Indiana, right?
6: Absolutely. So he's used to the environment. He's used to those the uh that that conference and you you look at this team yesterday, just uh man, everybody did everything they were supposed to do. Jalen Polk was awesome yesterday getting over a hundred yards receiving um you have the run game or excuse me um for for michigan state at least like when you saw what they were doing because they didn't play bad michigan state played you know really really well but washington just played that much better and man it was it was an exciting i watched like the um you know you can go to youtube and see uh the game kind of chopped up and sped up and you know they it's, it takes maybe about yeah, twenty like, minutes to watch the whole game.
5: Yeah, and I know they have those like Pac twelve and sixty games. Yeah, yeah. So kind two. of
6: watch that, but you see how strong this this UW team could potentially be, and and here they are sitting uh, top of the North at uh at three and zero. Them in Oregon State. Like, what do you know, man? What do you um, know?
5: Yeah, I want to find this text that someone had, and it wasn't uh, related to Washington, but it's kind of this Pac twelve season already. It's not. It hasn't been. Weird. I don't know if the right word is surprising, but again, we have a three and O Washington, a three and USC, three and O Beavers, three and O Washington State. Oregon looks back on track. Utah, they look uh, like they're uh, you know makes basically back on track after that Week One loss to Florida. I mean they they look like they could be t- uh, contenders for the top of the conference. Uh, you know, there's probably. Uh, a couple other teams that can make things interesting in the Pac-12. I mean, Arizona, they uh, they won yesterday over North Dakota State, and they beat San Diego State uh, earlier this year, who Utah just crushed yesterday. So they've uh, been kind of interesting. UCLA, I'm not worried about them. They could barely beat South Alabama yesterday and can barely fill uh, two rows of a stadium. And then Cal, Colorado, I mean, those are probably bottom feeders, but – the top of the conference right now looking really strong to start the year.
6: No, And this is what you want. You want parity so far in the season. We understand that that's going to change as the season progresses. These guys are just going to start knocking each other off at a point. But for right now, you look at the conferences around college football and the Pac-12 looks as strong as any other conference. You know, barring uh, the first couple games with the, that Utah dropped to Florida and that obviously Oregon dropped – to uh to Georgia, but outside of that, man, the Pac-12 has come out these first three weeks and looked really solid.
5: Yeah, we're not gonna. Someone texted in that uh, Arizona State lost to Eastern Texas. It was actually they East, don't count. It was actually Eastern Michigan, and yeah, they are they don't Arizona count. State is obviously they have been relegated to they've
6: been relegated to the the Mountain West. Yeah, that's uh, Boise State is our new team.
5: Yeah, Arizona State they might. Uh, they, they, they can maybe get one win in conference. I don't know who they play. Like, if they get Colorado or something like that, they can maybe sneak one out there. But, boy, that's a bad team out right no, there. not very good. Um, okay, this text, though. Uh, interesting fact. This is the first time since 1915 that the Oregon State Beavers and Washington State Cougars have been 3-0. and How about that? Look at that, man. 1915, over 100 years ago. 107 years Go ago. Go ahead, state teams. Go ahead, man.
6: I know, because Pullman, as much Pullman and Eugene, kind of mirror each other. Like, or excuse me, Pullman, Pullman and Corvallis. Right. forgive me. They yeah. kind of mirror each other. If you look at the the way the city is set up and everything like that, it's both like, great
5: college towns. Yeah,
6: this looks oddly familiar. <laughs> it's because state colleges typically kind of uh, look like that. So I'm I'm juiced for the rest of the season. Like, it's going to be you should get some really competitive games uh, as the season progresses, and we'll just see who's you know who has the fortitude to come out on
5: top well it's funny too uh that after week one essentially it seemed like oh here we go another season of pac 12 football we all everybody sucks we lose to florida we lose to georgia we're here we go again well, things have kind of changed over the last couple of weeks i want to say
6: no yeah they've definitely shifted a little bit now mind you the balance of power is still in the sec um so i don't think that's going to shift too far but right now you, People are looking at the Pac-12, like, especially with these two wins this weekend, saying, okay, there are no slouches. That's all you all. can really hope for.
5: It. Not at all. Stoked for conference play to start next week. Stoked for hour number two as Rashad. I see Scott Hansen on the TV. We got NFL football, baby. Here we go. <laughs> Let's go. Hour number two of football Sunday. Joe Fisher, Rashad Taylor coming at you on the Odyssey app and 1080 The fam.
1: How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas